Welcome to the Searching for Meaning podcast. My name is Gonzalo and I'm joined by my brother, Tiago. Welcome. Greetings. And um, as is always, if this is your first time hearing the podcast, how we always do it is each one of us brings a quote, uh, you know, about different topics. And then we just talk a bit about said quote. And I want to here bring you a quote that, you know, I would say, okay, maybe it's not the my favorite, most favorite quote from TV shows, but it's certainly up there, especially in the context that it is. And this is from the episode Zima Blue from the TV show Love, Death, and Robots, which I most definitely recommend. And the quote, and then I'll give some context as well. The quote is, um, to extract some simple pleasure from the execution of a task well done. And the context for this, and it's, you know, spoiler alert, so, you know, by the way, yep. um, just so no one gets upset at me, is that... Um, so it it was this episode about like a, an artist, like very like almost a, a living legend. No, no one really knew too much about him. And then, you know, fast forward, fast forward, he started becoming unsatisfied with his art and then started painting like like blue shapes, like Zima blue is the color in the center of the, the art until it kind of took over everything and he just painted blue, the Zima blue color. And then this woman found out he was actually not... Uh, you know, it was convoluted, but it's like it was like half human, half robot. They thought, and then he explained to her that he was actually he was actually a robot that people worked on over the years and gave him more intelligence, more intelligence until he became like the super, you know, knowledgeable being, like how you would imagine AI if it would transcend human beings, something like that. And then he does this like final piece of art, he calls it, where he jumps into a pool. And, he, and that's, you know, at the end where this quote comes from, where he kind of starts de-assembling de himself because he came from a robot, which is just like this robot to clean the pool, just like scrubbing the tiles of a pool. And what he does is that he unassembles all of the parts, the arms, the legs, and like all of the intelligent quote-unquote parts until he's only that robot again. And he emerges from that and he goes cleaning the pool once again. And then that's like his conclusion after all of this that he did, that he experienced all that. It's like maybe it's all just to extract some simple pleasure from the execution of a task well done. And first of all, this is a beautiful episode. Yeah. The art is like incredible. Nine minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. yeah, it's, it's so nine short. minutes. And it's like it's so it's just such a good piece of art, this episode. And also it speaks, it spoke a lot to me because you know, I feel like we have a tendency as people to to just overcomplicate shit. We, you know, whether that's about what we're doing, about what the meaning of our lives is, about all these things we in a certain extent, we think way too much and we consider and reconsider and whatnot. And at the end of the day, it's, you know, I guess we can kind of come to a similar conclusion that maybe it's just something more simple than what we're, or at least me, that I'm making it out to be. Maybe it's just the simple fact that you can get lost in, you know, a simple task all done, whether that's sometimes maybe just be like cleaning a kitchen or just kind of, I don't know, just taking the trash outside, something like that, you know, taking more complex, maybe painting, doing a song, and just really doing that well, which in my opinion, doing it well is also kind of quote-unquote losing yourself in the process of doing it. Just like just doing that and nothing else. Because I feel like with the era, not the, that's kind of a weird way to put it, but with so many of the work we do and the things we do online and, you know, on the computer, on your or phone, these are things that you're never really only doing something you're also doing writing, but then maybe you go to your email, you go to Instagram. It's very hard and rare that you can actually just do a thing. But I noticed that when I go do something, you know, outside of it, I'm just doing the thing. 
I'm running if I don't bring music, I'm just running. Or if I'm cooking, I'm just cooking. I'm not, you know, doing anything else. And when I'm doing those things, it's so much more fulfilling. Even if it's something that you would consider like meaningless, if I'm cooking some potatoes or something, but there's definitely something there that you can, in my opinion, you can only find if you are truly focused on this one thing, as I see it. Yeah. And going back to the episode in itself, it's just a, a beautiful story because here we have this robot, which started, like you said, just cleaning the pool, which is kind of like a metaphor for animals. You know, animals do this one thing for the rest of their lives and they don't really think about it. You know, they go hunt, they sleep, they reproduce. It's kind of like that. Eventually it gets to the point of transcending human beings. It gets all the characteristics human beings have, you know, able to think and consciousness grasp the future and the past. And his final decision is to go back to being the simple yeah. robot, kind of like an animal. I'm not saying that this means like being a human sucks and being an animal is better, but it's the, the point of it is he, he got all this that we have, our ability to think and, and make plans for the future. And all he wanted was the constant feeling of being in the moment, which is like you said, running just for running or you're painting, you're just painting, you're listening to an album you like, you're just listening. You're always, that's the moments we really like. I don't know if, if, if I can say that everyone searches for, but once you are there, you really enjoy them. It's kind of what, what makes yeah. a good life is the amount of moments you, you have like that, I think. And it's just, a, I think, a beautiful reminder that people really need to get their priorities straight because you spend all this life trying to get a job and you get a job to buy the house and you get the house and then you have a family and you have kids and you have a car. And I'm not saying like these are bad things, but if you're doing them for like their own purpose or their own, like whatever it may mean to you, getting the house or the car, you'll never be content with life. You'll never be actually enjoying life. You'll always be waiting for something that will make life enjoyable. And that's really not how it works. You know, you don't enjoy life once you get the house. You don't enjoy life once you get the car. You don't even enjoy life once you get the kids, you know. It may improve your life, but what comes down to really improving your life is the process for you getting those things. It's what you do in between. Like It's literally, if you like how you get there, you know. If you like the way you get the money to buy the house, do you like your your job? And you do you regularly look forward to going to it and doing it? And you actually have like some sense of pleasure? I'm not saying it's always going to be good, but like most of it should be good because most of it will be most of your life, you know? And, and if people really don't, I, that, I think it's something hard to think about because like most people don't really like their jobs. So it's a very drastic uh, thing to confront, you know, like because almost everyone suffers through it, but it's really something to think about because it's most of your life. And it really is like Jordan Peterson says, if you, he gives give this example of, you know, it's, it's, about, it's talking about like a relationship and it's like, if you, every day of, of your life, you go home and you have like this small discussion with your wife, like 10 minutes of arguing every single day, you know, do the math on that, do the math on that after a year. It's a lot of time, you know, these small things you do every day are your lives at the end of the day. And if you don't have those in order, it's going to be kind of shit. Yeah. And, and even going back to. Because I feel like at the end of the day, you know, if we're talking about attaining these things and that we're looking to give meaning or, or happiness or whatever you may call it, a lot of times I do believe it's something you do practice to be grateful for. Like, I don't believe most people, because like this happens to me when I meditate is, you know, if I go to the chair and I close my eyes and I meditate, when I open my eyes again, 
it's like I'm seeing things that I wasn't seeing there before before I closed my eyes, but they were always there. Like it's like I'm I'm noticing more, oh, maybe the the tones of blue in the sky, or maybe the detail on the carpet in front of me, stuff like that. And I feel like even for most things we have, we haven't even really looked and enjoyed these things. Like if for the person who's looking who's listening to this, if you're on a desk or something, have you ever actually looked at that desk and appreciated that, for example, and really pinpointed the detail and the touch of that? I, I do believe that you know, first of all, most of us don't do that because it's so easy to get used to everything that's around you. But also when you do it, you realize just how, you know, going back to a bit of the simplicity here is that it's not, you know, it's totally fine to want more and, and to, you know, want better things and better conditions and what and all of that. But if, but if you never take a second to really enjoy and be with them, it's like you're, it, there's never an end and not that there's a, a problem with not being an end but if if, you, if you're trying to fulfill a hole inside of you then that's problematic in my opinion because you're always searching for something that's not possible but by taking really a step back and just enjoying and when i say enjoying it's just like being in the moment of what you're doing or experience experiencing and that could just be i don't know when you're in the shower when you're in the bus when you're doing these things like i urge you to take a second to just be there and notice everything around quite often I feel like in those moments and I do believe that it's easier to be in those states when you're seeing something you know that's very out of the ordinary like oh you see a beautiful waterfall it's much easier in that moment to just be there and appreciate that beauty and that's why you know a lot of people when they see that they they can say they have these experiences of um, you know they, they felt something else or you felt much better than normal but I do believe with a bit more kind of like uh, effort, you can have a similar feeling with just normal stuff around you every day that you just are not paying attention to. Maybe, I don't know, maybe sometimes just you're walking and the, the wind hits and then the sun is shining perfectly on you and you just realize how fucking amazing this is. But if you're on your headphones and you're thinking about something else and you're texting, it's going to be very hard to have those moments. So I, I guess my thing here is really urge people but kind of urge to um, to just enjoy i guess not because it's it's just to enjoy a bit more like when we're talking about the and let me just have the quote accurate to extract some simple pleasure from the execution of a task well done it's it's really that it's when it says like simple pleasure it's that is a simple pleasure because not that it's bad it's just that it's simple in the you know it doesn't require thought or anything behind it it's just yeah. the feeling of being in it i guess but, but i guess it's not an easy thing also to because it's something you feel. It's not something you can really describe. So that's also there, that barrier there. I can't describe the feeling of being, you know, after doing 10 minutes of meditation, you have to experience it. So I guess that's really yeah. one of the things. I think, yeah, that I think that makes it hard. meditation is kind of like the practice grounds for that. It's where you kind of like can achieve that feeling. Once you recognize it, you can kind of apply it to daily life, to the simple tasks, which are everyday things, like you said. Uh, that being said, we can move on to the next book. Yeah, sure. So I'll read it. This one is by Rumi, uh, a Persian poet. The, it's R-U-M-I, if you want to search it. And it goes like, Your end opens and closes, opens and closes. If it were always a fist or always stretched open, you would be paralyzed. Your deepest presence is in every small contracting and expanding. The two as beautifully balanced and coordinated as a bird's wings. And first of all, I think people from this age kind of like, and it's like when it's like in the Middle East, these poets really knew how to put 
like yeah how to sure. make metaphors you know it's really always kind of like beautiful things that make sense to even if you're a kid and it's kind of like what you it's a bit of what we're talking about but more i guess related towards balance in general in life and it's like that you can't always be searching for one thing or for the other like you can't always be having your fist clenched or always stretched you know life is like the fluctuation of you opening and closing your hand you're always going to be doing it and if you get stuck on just one of those things it's most likely going to going to make you like not enjoy life as much if you're always just focused on one thing which kind of goes back with what we were saying if you're only 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 focused on getting that job or getting that house or, or that car like it's your hand is stretched out always you don't have anything else to distract you from that you're always thinking about that you're obsessed and you can't enjoy the other, other things going on in life you can't uh, you can't enjoy the breeze hitting yeah. you you can't enjoy the sun um reflecting on something a tree a cat a dog anything you know because all these simple pleasures are every day around us and if you're always focused on material and objective things like always on objectives you miss the ability to actually enjoy them and so let's say the, the open end is you reaching objectives and the closed end is you enjoying life you know it can't just be one or the other you can't just be yeah. permanently enjoying things you know the human brain isn't made for that you know where that's not what we are advocating for you to just like look at a tree and be marveled every day uh, like every hour of every day you know you can't do that but you need that to be able to do the other things properly to be able to live a, a healthy life with future plans and things that will give you purpose you need to have these small breaks where you just look at a tree we just look at a bird you just look at something or you just do some simple thing and you enjoy doing it you can't always be on the grind you know you get this instagram post to suggest you should always be on the grind and you sleep when you die and that's not yeah, true yeah, you know yeah. when you die you, you you have nothing so you can't leave things for death you can't that you want to do in life because there will be no more so these are the things we actually enjoy doing once we get the habit of doing them you know pausing yeah. a bit and taking a, a deep breath looking at a tree being with your family seeing your kids play outside you know being with your friends and having good conversations you know these are all simple things that i feel in the self-help area no one really talks about it's all about how do you be more productive how do you get a better job how do you make more money you know those things are important you know but they are kind of they've been overrated as the time goes on because no one thinks about the other things that actually make life enjoyable you know, those, those also make life enjoyable in a different manner but the small things you know there's no guides on how to be more present. I mean, there is, but it's much less popular, like how to be more present, how to enjoy simple things. There's no, no one talks about that. There's no like guide on, huh, how do I make friends that are good for me? Or, you know, do, do, yeah. those are really <laughs> yeah. important things, you know? How do you make friends that are good for you? And do, how do you have healthy relationships that really make it easy for you to have a good life, you know? Yeah. These are things that we really don't talk about, but that I would argue they're sometimes much more important than the other ones. Yeah, and I feel like there's always kind of a conflict of interest and being promoted. Because on the one hand, you know, we need, like you're saying, more, you know, they're not as appealing, not even close, but they're very needed, you know, those things that, you know, how to make the, the friends that actually are right for me, or how to actually have the conversations that I, you know, that would be good for me. Because it's, I guess it's much easier to sell stuff like how to make um, $5,000 per month in two weeks 
or no, it's usually even more. Um, or <laughs> how to achieve bliss. It's always like super dramatic, and, and I feel like that's the, the biggest part of the problem because by default, life is. And I think it was Mark Manson said it. Like most things in life are ordinary, and that's it. It's and as he put it, because I'm, I'm I guess I'm kind of directly quoting. Maybe they are ordinary for a reason because they are what matters, and this is a direct quote, I believe. Um, but I really agree with that because most of life isn't like a goddamn YouTube montage of a party in in a mansion that people are kind of wanting life to be. You know, it's not I don't know neon pink um, Lambos and champagne popping champagne bottles all the time. And even if it was, likely that's not what pretty much anyone wants all the time. I, I, that's you know, and we've talked about this in the past. Why so many people were very successful then have these crises of, uh, you know, like they feel lost, they feel empty, they they feel like they there's no meaning, because, and kind of going back, if you don't learn to also find the meaning and find that pleasure as you're you know comparing it to the hand as the hand is contracting and um, and stretching and all of this, then you're not gonna find it. it it's I really believe it's not in any location to be found in any, you know, I finally got all the goals I wanted. Now I achieve bliss and I achieve uh, eternal fulfillment and life is complete. I feel like it's much more in that wave that is life that is, you know, the expanding and contracting and all of that. It is finding, you know, meaning in that and being okay with just that, with life. I feel like a big part of not being happy is just not being able to accept what is it's always like kind of being in this energy of which is good you know to have it to you know i want more i don't want the situation i want to change it but the ideal is to want that while being accepting of what is right now and actually just being able to you know putting it very vaguely relax into what is in the moment because without that dichotomy of because i guess that quote is very much like yin and yang it's kind of the you know they're opposite forces they're opposite energies but you need both of them and both have a bit of the other in them as well and they need the other as well and i feel like that's also a big problem that we fail to realize i fail to realize a lot of times which is you can't have the good without the bad you can't be super happy without being vulnerable to feeling super sad you can't you know attain high success in some area without also risking you know losing it all and feeling like a failure but it, but I guess the hardest part is realizing that it is okay, not only that reality of that risk and those existing, but it is okay either situation. It's like that Marcus Aurelius quote of a rock is thrown into the air, um, it comes down, it loses nothing by going up or going down. And I guess that's the hard part of realizing it's that no matter also how up you go, how down you go, is that I believe you know there is accepting to be done in all of it. And that all of it is a part of life. And none, not, none of it is good or bad. It just is what it is. I guess, I don't know if I <laughs> diverged a bit yeah. too much of the quote. If you have to but... kind of resume it, it's kind of, it's that phrase, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be kind of like that, you know? Don't take things too seriously. Don't take them too lighthearted. Some things matter. Some things don't. Learn to re recognize which is which. And, and that's it, you know? Apply it accordingly and live a good life, you know? Make space for the small things also make plans for the big things and, you know like, like there's no formula you know it's kind of it's really simple you know living a good life is simple it's hard and most of the time we forget how to do it 
but you kind of already know how to do it. Then it's just kind of like remind yourself every day. 